You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I think I have learned a very harsh lesson that I never thought that I would need. I can't to believe have that to me. you require me to try and tell you not to do something like that. Usually, this is something I would tell you not to do. I mean, I feel like ordinarily the situation would be reversed in some way. Mm, no, you're more generally with, speaking. You take more chances with that stuff. I was. I am a risk taker. You are. I don't. I don't trust but it. There's only specific risks that I take, and this was one. I believe I made a mistake. Sarah? I think you chose poorly. I've, I've made a mistake. <laughs> and I'm going to, I need to tell everybody who's listening to this show so that they too don't repeat the a mistakes. Public service announcement? That I have, that I have just committed upon myself. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. As usual, a lot to get to today. I do want to encourage everybody to go to our website, funemploymentradio.com, and click on the Audible link. Whoa. Get yourself a free audiobook. Oh, my goodness. Sign up for the free trial. You get a free audiobook just by going to our website funemploymentradio.com and then uh, and then uh, listen away to your heart's content. It's so fun to listen to audiobooks because you can like accomplish many things at the same time. Like You can be getting your exercise and reading a book. It's true. It's very exciting. Yes, it absolutely is. Mm-hmm. You can watch television while you're listening to it too and work on your computer. You can multitask all of these totally. things. Yeah, and it'll work out really well for you. So do that. Go to funemploymentradio.com click on the Audible link right there and also uh, don't forget to pick up your tickets to the First ever Portland Podcast Festival, uh, pdxpodfestival.com. Go to that website. Sarah and I are part of the team putting this on, the first ever annual Portland Podcast Festival. Woo-hoo. Seriously, it is really exciting. It is, I mean, behind the scenes, there's a lot that goes into this that mm-hmm. we didn't, <laughs> that maybe I um, underestimated. Well, no, I don't think you underestimated it. But I think I, mean, I knew like, how I much think was... that we knew that it was going to be a lot of work, and surprisingly, it's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> there, <laughs> it's so, both of those things. The bottom line, though, is it's going to be awesome, and we really would love to see everybody down there. It's December 2nd at the Hawthorne Theater. Get your tickets now. We actually, we didn't even say this on the website, but, you know, there's a service fee anytime you run through a ticket agency. We kept the price on the tickets low to help counteract that. I mean, so the tickets are only fourteen fifty a piece. Yeah. You know, then plus the service fee. So it's a it's a really a hell of a deal, and uh, we would love to see everybody down there. PDXPodFestival.com. Yeah, so let us know when you pick up your tickets because we'll yes. be very excited Email us. about it. Yeah. yeah, seriously, we will be very excited if you just because we can't say, tell yet. Hey, so got we want to know. Yeah, so let hey, us know. Get my tickets, Greg and Sarah. I'm so excited to be there. You know, the, or you could type out whatever you want in your email. You could say it however you wanted to. Okay, it doesn't have to be that way. You know, do however you, however you decide to do it. Quick side note before I do my service announcement, uh, Sarah reminded me uh, just before we went on the show today. So Fun Employment Radio, you know, we do the show daily here out of Portland. We've been doing it for, well, almost, what, eight years? Yes. Because it was eight years ago today. Today. Like this date, October 23rd, 2017, October 23rd, 2009. Jesus. Oh, my God. That is when Sarah and I were laid off of commercial radio. That- well. Laid off, however you want to say it. Let go. Let go, sure. It's not a firing, it's not a laying off. We were let go. And uh, yeah, it was too. We transitioned out of commercial radio. Yeah, October 23rd, 2009. That is when um, we were, well, I guess that day up until the afternoon. Um, eight years ago, to this to this actual time, yeah, because knew, they, we were still we still thought we were employed. We did because we were sitting around waiting to get fired because we knew it was going to happen at some point, and so uh-huh. we were sitting there. Everyone was avoiding us. Nobody would talk to us. Oh yeah, we were, we're sitting just there like the toxic people yeah. in the whole building. No, we were waiting for the program director who had never even introduced himself to us to uh, come and talk to us. Well, yeah, yeah. The way it worked is so we. You know, in, in a radio station, you have like the GM, then you have the program director, and uh, and then it just kind of goes on down from there. And the program director for the station we were on, KUFO, he'd been fired like a couple of weeks before that. They brought in the new guy who never bothered to meet with us. Oh, never. Like never bothered to meet with weeks. the morning show on your major station. Yes. Um, the Rick Emerson show never came down to meet with us. So it's like, yeah, well, so he's just waiting to fire us. So I guess we'll just... Uh, We'll yeah, so we let us here leave, every morning and, after then, the show. and then of course it was a, was it was a Friday afternoon, it was a Friday afternoon. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he let us leave, and then I went home. I'm like, all right, I guess he's doing it on Monday. We don't know, and get a phone call at like 4 p.m. 4:30 uh-huh. on Friday after we've already left for the day, which is just fucking rude. Yeah. I mean, come on, just grow some balls and just <laughs> do it in the morning when we're all there, get it taken care of. So this guy was trying to put it off to the last possible second. 
And uh, so we had to go back. I think I picked up Greg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he was trying to reach everybody. And, uh, and yeah, yeah, you came a- and picked me up. We knew that Court and Fatboy had been fired because I heard about that because they didn't do their show. I think they got fired before they did their show or they were like midway through their show. Something like that. I, think, I, I can't remember. Uh, another show here in Portland, if you if you were around back then. Um, and so, yeah, it was it was anyway. Eight years ago today, that That's that so happened. Weird. And we've been doing podcasting ever since, and have not looked back. And now we've got the por- first ever Portland Podcast Festival happening. So it's uh, it is it's weird to think about. It is weird to think about. Then I I want to say thank you just to everybody who supported us over all this all this time. And if you're a newer listener, thank you for tuning into our show. Yes, we really do appreciate it. We're trying to keep that feeling alive. It is here in still Portland. weird though because I keep getting like I still get tagged in a bunch of Rick Emerson show stuff, and like yeah. even today, um, I think. With a lot of people who listen to the Rick Emerson show, like nothing will ever be good enough again, ever. Oh yeah, no, and there's a lot so of like, that, that. And I get like people are like, oh yeah, you know, I like fun employment radio. Or, yeah, I like fun oh. employment radio, but you know, it's no Rick and Sarah and Tim. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. I get it. Like you're still listening to the episodes from ten years ago, whatever. That's your thing. You listen to whatever you want. But um, yeah, it's it's just a very interesting thing. Like people almost blame you for not being the exact same person that you were 10 years before. I'm oh, like, you yeah. can't, yeah, you can't recreate that. Like, that was a fun time. Now you, it's time to kind of keep moving forward. Right. Can't keep focusing. I don't know. It's just, it's strange to keep getting tagged in something from so long ago after we've done so much with this. Yeah. It's yeah. just bizarre. It's a weird... It's like a callback to something, like a whole other part of life. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, it's not... It, I mean, I think it's very nice that people still like that, but also sometimes it, it is a little rude... I don't. I don't mean. I don't mean to sound ungrateful. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I'll let I'll let you say it because I think for some of those people, I was never a part of. Yeah, I wasn't ever good enough. And you're never going to be good enough. Yeah, I, because I will you're never not. Be. You're not Rick, and that's just yeah. the kind of the way that goes. So it is weird when all these you know when people get like super obsessed with that, and then yeah. after I've been doing something else for uh, that I'm really proud I mean, of for a long time. I don't know how much we want to. Go into that and talk about it. I mean, it is. I suppose that applies to a lot of different things, though. You know, something that you did at one point in your life, and then now you're doing something else, and you're, yeah, and you're. Well, proud I think of about what you're that, like with then, comedians that come in, and like somebody, like they were on like some TV show like 20 years before. But that's why I like to focus on things that they do recently because right. maybe they don't want to talk about like you know that one time they were on one episode of something. And, like, right. Like, I've done so much like, more. It's just since such a then. small part of mm-hmm. their, oh, their entire life and career. Yeah, I mean, I love Rick. I love Tim. I'm, I'm grateful for the Rick oh, yeah. Emerson show. It. It was both so much fun, and it was great, but it's just, it's very weird when people still compare me to that, and I'm like, you know that I'm not that, I mean, I'm still the same person, but right. it's completely different. you've also different. been doing a daily show for eight I years. I know, I've <laughs> also like, done something else. That's really easy people, to find. Yeah, and when people come to me, they're like, oh, man, I missed the Rick Emerson show. I'm like, yeah, you know, it was a really fun time eight years ago. <laughs> and I've been, you know, doing other stuff, too, if you ever want to, if you ever want to take a gander. Yeah, yeah, I, I do think that's kind of funny. Um, just some of the tags and stuff. It's like, I don't know. Like you said, I mean, it, it was in a great show, you know, but uh, but moved on in, in life and done yeah. other things. So. No, it is just always funny because every, yeah, every year around this time, I, I just will, get. I will never. No, be you'll never enough. be good. Enough. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. You're no, you're you'll never be good enough. Uh huh. Yeah. It is. It is weird, though, being tagged in all that stuff. I mean, I'm not trying to sound, again, ungrateful. It just is always kind of a little bit jarring when there is like, oh, the greatest show. And then like, I know. It's like, have you ever even tried to listen to this show? I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. So that was eight years ago. And we've been doing, uh, God. So in November, on November 5th, it'll be eight years since we've been doing this show. Absolutely. Well, and I just want to say thank you to everybody who does listen to this show. And, and it's been amazing. Sorry, we didn't mean to really get into this day. It's just kind of hit me. I was thinking about this. Like, yeah, it's been eight years. It really has been. No, because I yeah. love being tagged in those things. And then everyone's like, yeah, I like fun to play on radio, but it's just no Rick Emerson show. I'm like, <laughs> don't tag me in that shit. Like, I'm glad you can have your thoughts, but, you know, and discuss it, please. Like, I don't want to hear that you don't think that my product is good enough. Like, <laughs> that isn't something fun. I'm a human being who works hard like yeah just because you know you hear my voice doesn't mean i'm not you know someone who doesn't can't get their feelings hurt right or doesn't see facebook when you're tagged exactly. in something <laughs> exactly but what we need to talk about is greg and his oh, lack God. of self-control oh, because this is a switch up okay yeah we're going back to this because as soon as you wrote this to me this morning i i made a mistake today. i know you made a mistake and i didn't feel like it was my responsibility to tell you it was a mistake well you didn't have to tell me it was a mistake no you kind of blamed me you said that I'm i was not supposed blaming to tell you, you. I'm just saying I made a mistake today and I feel like I should give a service like like a warning 
like a public service announcement. I Everybody out there. Anybody in the entire world would need a warning about this I, except for you. I think there's other people who clearly, clearly need uh, this advice as well. So, hi, everyone. My name's Greg. Um, I like breakfast burritos. Ugh. I yeah, really you like do. You're so obsessed with them. Why? I don't see anything wrong with that. Breakfast burritos are delicious. I don't know. They're okay. But I'm having a bit of an issue with them right now. And um, as much as I love breakfast burritos, and I know a lot of you out there are like me, you enjoy a good, good hearty breakfast burrito. And um, I've come to a crossroads where I shouldn't be eating them anymore. And this is both not my fault and my fault it, at the same time. No, it is absolutely not Two different both things. not your fault and your fault. It is well, one of them so much your fault. Was this last weekend in that I went and got myself a delicious breakfast burrito on Saturday morning and I went to a place and I'm not going to call the place out here on the air. But it's a place in southeast Portland. It's not fast food, but they do have a drive-through and it is a Mexican food place and it's a little bit notorious for giving people food poisoning. <laughs> Maybe I know a few different people who have gotten it. I feel from like there. you were pushing your luck, and like you were just waiting until you got food poisoning. So I that kind you of go was. there anymore. <laughs> and I went. Like I remember the stories, and I remember hearing other people are like, "Oh yeah, don't ever go there." I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, no, that sounds terrible." And then I still go there. Even though, like, personal people I know, well, multiple, have gotten food poisoning. Well, it's like how people place. are just like, oh, Taco Bell's disgusting, but they never once secretly goes to Taco Bell. Yeah, well, this isn't Taco Bell. Oh, no, I know. This is like I'm a different place. Gen- like, yeah. yeah. No, I know what place you're talking about. And yes, we know actual people that we're friends with that have, uh, <laughs> like, more than one person has had Taco food Bell has a safer reputation than this place does. Yeah. By far. And yet I still went there anyway. And. So I went to this place and uh, I got I got the breakfast burrito and I was eating it and it probably only lasted maybe um, I had it I had it down in my oh this is gross I don't even want to talk about it too much anyway it lasted about a half hour before I uh, had to throw up like it was it was something with that burrito. I mean, like when good. you were eating it, did it seem like it was off? I remember when I ate my gray meat in Chicago, I'm like, I shouldn't be doing this. I knew I shouldn't have gone there, mm-hmm. but it's like relatively cheap and they get a ton of food for it. I'm just like, yeah, this sounds right, right about now. Cause I was, you know, kind of sick all week. And then I'm like, oh yeah, I can go do this. And I did. And it did not stay down. It did not stay down. It was, it was absolutely something to you do with that burrito. You can say the name of it. Tacos. Just yeah, it's it takes. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, takeos. Anyway, it did it did not work, and um, I mean that place has been a billion like restaurants before that. I, it just doesn't look very clean. I, there is a time when I went through. I went there to actually walk into the place, and no one was at the counter. Mm-mm. It was open, but there was not a single person at the counter, and I waited for probably a good ten minutes, and like multiple customers walked in, and we all just stood there at the counter, not knowing what to do because it seemed so odd. It's like. Well, surely somebody's going to come up here to the front. Like, sure, there's uh, maybe <laughs> there just has to be other people. Somebody here. had to run and check on something while they're cooking. Like, someone's going to come up here to the counter, and we all stood there, all of us as customers. It's weird that you're trained to do that so much that you just stand there, like, well, I'll just wait. And then as more people came in, they're like, okay, these people are waiting. Well, I'll wait too. And then we're all just waiting, staring at a blank counter, not looking at each other or talking to each other, just staring at the counter, just all waiting for someone to show up. Like some. Someone's going to come here. They they would never leave us alone. They would never do. They that. would never leave this counter alone. And you not could have be, ransacked the place. I, I, I could have. I couldn't see anybody back there. I remember looking around. Like eventually, I tried to like look around the corners to see if I could see back in the kitchen. Not a soul. Nobody. Until finally, all of us were like, "All right, I guess we're going to go." Is everybody okay back there? Or oh what? yeah, they could be like being held hostage or something. I don't know. I didn't really know what to do. And I did, I mean, I think at one point we were like, hello, and nobody answered, and then we, and then I left. Mm -hmm. Was that the wrong thing to do? Should I have done something about that? Probably. I I mean, the place did have a real shady reputation. This was like a while ago that Mm -hmm. this happened, and yet I still go there all the time. Yeah, maybe I should have done something about that. But we Um, did. We all just sat there and waited. Our friend Nipples in the chat says, I bike by that place every day. I always think, who eats at that joint? It looks gross. Now I know. (laughs) (laughs) I am that person. And it has been like over the last 
couple right. of months, I've so started nope. getting back into it again. No so anyway, folks, that happened. Other folks are saying that it takes longer than an hour for uh, food poisoning to kick in. When I had it, mine kicked in after like a couple hours. So that's the thing. I don't know. I don't think I had full-on food poisoning, but there was something with that burrito because I, I'm, I'm not a thrower-upper. You know, maybe the occasional bad shot. Uh, if I take a shot of whiskey or a shot You're of alcohol. You're a thrower-upper sometimes when you go and take a walk. Sure. But that's because I'm taking a shot of alcohol that just doesn't go down right. <laughs> I'm, I'm not the greatest at taking shots. But that's – I know that part. But I, I don't really throw up from food or like a hangover or anything like that. Like that just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And this, it was – I don't know. Just eating it. I'm like, oh, there's something's not right here. Like, maybe my body rejected it before it was too late. Anyway, that happened. So, um, yeah, Carrie's saying, making your own breakfast burrito is too breezy. Yeah, you're totally right. Totally could have. But I chose a very lazy option to just go do this because it was right there. All right, so this was on, what, Saturday? Uh, this was on Saturday. So why don't we flash forward to today? Uh, yeah, this this one I can't really blame on anybody I swore off. I swore off breakfast burritos for a while, or this last weekend. For a while, so he got this. So for Sunday, he swore off. Until breakfast today, burritos. apparently. So today, he was, like, he was really like standing tall with I, his convictions. I, he was like, "Oh, I'm just going to be off of him for a day." I got here into the studio, and I remembered last week we had bought just a quick bag of the uh, frozen. Breakfast burritos that you can get at, like, Safeway or whatever, just for something quick to eat. Sometimes we're on the go so much, it's just like, I just need to grab something Actually, really that quick. wasn't last week. That was the week before. Because I remember we bought them when we had, was it Todd Glass? We had Dan Cummins in. That's yeah, Dan Cummins in. That was, so that was a week and a half ago. Shit, it was. Wasn't it? Damn yeah. it. Oh, why did I do this that, to myself? Because I remember talking to Nick from Helium about the breakfast burritos. All right, Why so do they've I been sitting there. To myself? All right, so let's just talk about these breakfast burritos for a second. <sighs> They're meant to be frozen, and I, we put them in the refrigerator, so they've been cold. So let's let's stop that for a second. So egg breakfast burritos that are meant to be frozen have been sitting inside of our refrigerator for a week and a half, not frozen with eggs. They were refrigerated for a week and a half. And so Greg, uh, baby genius over there, decides, I think I'm going to hit... How many did you have? You had two? You ate two of them. I ate two of them this morning. I was really hungry. I was in a hurry because we we had a bunch of stuff that we were doing and I needed to get emails out. And so I didn't... I forgot to bring my food with me today. And so I I heated up two of them and I heated them up for a long time. I heated them up for a long time. What does that even matter? Vicky's asking, does the package say keep frozen? Yes, it does. But it's refrigerated. So surely that's okay, right? Okay. If, it's if the instructions say keep frozen, is that what's happening when it's being refrigerated? No. No. That's really cold in that fridge. Is it? No, it's like just a regular refrigerator. This is my lesson to everybody out there. Don't do it. Just don't do it. It's not worth it, no matter how delicious they are, no matter how much you love breakfast They're not burritos. That and I love breakfast burritos. I'm with you. You really have like I a love super breakfast problem burritos. with breakfast burritos. I do. I don't like burritos first thing in the morning. I, I do. I do. I mean, and I realize this, and it's my problem. You know, it's what's going, what I'm dealing with right now. It's your burden to bear. But here's my lesson for all of you out there, all of my fellow breakfast burrito people. Don't eat the frozen ones after they've been in the fridge for a week and a half. It's not a good idea. It makes your stomach hurt really bad. It doesn't feel good. It's not worth it. No matter how satisfying it is, you're like, oh, I'm in a hurry. Oh, my gosh. They're right there. I don't have to go anywhere. I can just sit here and keep on working on my computer and just plug them in the microwave and just keep on going about my day and then have a delicious burrito. It's not going to be delicious after that long. It's just not. And unfortunately, oh, God, I don't even want to read what was just posted in the chat. Some lesson about... Frozen food. By the way, if you're a live subscriber, funemploymentradio.com slash live, $6.99 a month. The first week is free. Thank you for subscribing. Uh, it's being asked, uh, did the package say, in case contents don't stay frozen, uh, please heat it up for a very long time? <laughs> I don't recall reading that part on it. <laughs> I don't think... What do you think you're going to accomplish by heating it up for a long time? you think it's going to burn off all the bacteria? Yeah, it'll kill. It'll kill everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you heat it up for a long time. <laughs> Twice as long as what it says on the package. Actually, I kind of I, I do that sometimes too. Yeah, well, let me tell you, don't do it. 
Well, I'm not going to. No, I don't eat good. old, not frozen breakfast burritos. No, but I'm saying like I overcook things because I'm always afraid that it's going to be like raw or something still. So I, I overheat things. Everyone out there, listen to me and listen to my words very closely. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. If you have a burrito that was supposed to be frozen sitting in your refrigerator right now, <laughs> no matter how long you heat it, it won't be long enough. It's not going to be long enough to heat it up. How's your stomach feeling, Greg? Not great. It's really not great. I did not do myself any favors. So just don't be like me. Uh, Brahim and Hannah are suggesting that it's time for you to grow up and buy a Subaru and a slow cooker and start meal planning your food on the weekends. Oh, God, I know. God, a slow cooker. I've seen those things. Not until you take your heartburn medication before, though. (laughs) Some gas X. <laughs> You'll be fine. God, a slow cooker. No. It's delicious. I'll eat food that other people slow cook, but no. I'm not going to do that yet. Whoa, Greg, I know that you work in this uh, the big pink tower for a minute, John, in the chat, and there was a truly awesome burrito cart where they make a killer breakfast burrito. Wait, in, you... a, in the big pink? Um... Aren't you there every day? Oh, there's the what, there's a pod near it. Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a pod like about a block away. Killer breakfast burritos, Greg. Oh god, I see. I can't know about that. I'm off of them. I'm off of them for a while. I have to be off of them longer than two days. I've had a real backslide into macaroni and cheese land. Yeah, I have been eating so much macaroni and cheese. Well, that's all right. You you did say you were off of it for a while. I was, but and I've been eating on. it. I've been eating it a lot. Yeah. Are you nervous eating it? Are you a nervous mac and cheese eater? No, but I really like it. Is that like your nervous it. food? Or your like- I don't know, but like right now it's like the only... Hi, I'm 37. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Are you going to give a service, uh, like a, 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 a you know, I public service so, announcement? Public service announcement. Hello, I'm 37 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, What's your name? My name is Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Uh, I live in a really cute studio apartment here in southeast Portland, Oregon. Um, I... I'm addicted to craft macaroni and cheese. The bad stuff too. Like that's not even. It's good not that bad. That's it's not, not that that's about bad. As low as it goes. It's not that bad. I don't get the Velveeta kind. I don't get the. Well, sometimes I get the whimsically shaped ones. So if I'm feeling you get like SpongeBob a, mac and cheese. Sometimes I get SpongeBob mac and cheese, and people just assume I have a child. I do not. It's just for me. And. um... I've been eating a lot of macaroni and cheese. Like, I eat other things, too. Like, I'll, I've been eating... I eat really healthy. Besides that, like, I'll have, like, salads. Do I, I do. Uh-huh. I've really done good. But I backslid into this macaroni and cheese thing where I'm eating it, like, every other day. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's a Dang. real problem. I know. I already bought some t- this morning. You're, like, pre-buying it in the morning for your habit I in the afternoon? I pre-bought it. I pre-bought it this oh, morning man. already. That's like somebody who's addicted to crack. It's like, oh no, I'm just doing it on the, I'm just eating it on the weekends, just the weekend thing. Oh no, now it's just on a Monday thing. Oh, well, I've had a rough day. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll go out for some this evening. No, I'm going to buy it in the morning because I know I need it, and I need it as soon as I get done with work. Yeah, I buy some mac and cheese, and then I'll put some like chicken in it, and mm-hmm. then like have a salad, and then that way it's like it's like a little pasta protein meal with a salad. I try to eat it earlier in the day so that it doesn't all like stay, you know, all carbohydrate all night. I, uh-huh. I eat a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, that's, you know, hey, we all kind of have our uh, our things. We do. I don't feel guilty about it, though. I feel okay. Oh, you're like, proud I still, of it. I, I mean, I wouldn't say proud. You flaunt it. That's the stance you're going to no, take. No, but I've never been like this deep. Like, I'm I'm really into it right now. Yeah. Like, I'm eating a lot of it. I don't think I've ever met anybody in my life who loves mac and cheese as much as you do. I really... Like, I don't know I anybody. Know. And, I, and mac and cheese is, is great. You know, I like it. And a lot of people like it. Few people love it. It makes me so happy. Yeah. Yeah. It really does. It does make you happy. It does. Put a little butter, a little bit of milk, get it all... Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Man. Especially if you mix it with the chicken, then you t- totally like trick yourself. I taught you that and, chicken trick. I know. It's such a good trick. Mm-hmm. And you kind of trick yourself into thinking that it's healthy for you. By putting chicken in it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that does. No. I don't think that's No, because it's protein. It. Then it's like protein heavy. You sure. And then, yeah, and then I'm eating my, my proteins. 
Yeah. I mean, it could be eating like pizza every day. This is or breakfast burritos pasta. or or rotting breakfast burritos. Well, okay, I'm not going to say that that was a good choice. We all know that was a bad choice on my end. <laughs> what do you have over there? All right, well, I've got a couple of things. I'm wondering what we need to do today. I think that today is to kind of a spastic shit show, okay, well, and I, I say we just keep about, going with it. Well, I wanted to talk about some of the mail. Let's get off of our food things. Anyway, those were our public service announcements about that. Don't eat frozen breakfast burritos. It's a terrible idea. Do eat macaroni um, and cheese. It's delicious. Okay. So, um, you know, we get a lot of mail. That comes to 4110 Southeast Hawthorne Boulevard, number 207. And that's where you can send uh, some mail to us. Portland, Oregon. Sarah, I know you got a few things over the I last sure did. I want to give a big thank you. By the way, Greg was so jealous. I was not jealous. You were completely jealous. What, when I went you to pick up the mail? You made me feel bad. Like, you made me feel bad because Greg was was very upset that I got some birthday well, presents. So Sarah's birthday was a couple of weeks ago. And then, you know, she was sick that week. And then I got sick the week after. So uh, we, we missed picking up our mail for a little bit. And so I did pick up the mail. It was kind of annoying when I went to our P.O. box and it was almost all Sarah stuff. Um, oh, my God. Just back to the food thing real quick. <clears throat> Gillen says, I love how they call adding chicken to their food the chicken trick. <laughs> <laughs> it's a chicken trick. It is. You did tell me the chicken trick. Yeah. yeah that's how I tricked myself. Uh-huh. Um Yes, so I want to give a big thank you, well, first of all, to Jeff for sending me this amazingly beautiful painting. Um, I can't even describe it. It kind of looks, I don't, I don't know. It's like this magical, like there, it's like this black and white imagery with like monsters and a really cool it's person. It's really cool. It's just, it's incredibly beautiful. And thank you so much uh, to Dan um, for sending me the wonderful card and the gift inside of it. You are awesome. And also to Jody, who uh, sent us, well, First of all, this amazing wooden um, like wall hangy thing that has uh, a picture of Oregon on it with the yeah. little uh, heart where Portland is, and then a Bigfoot one for yeah, you. Yeah, she sent me one too. It was nice. I got a present too. It was really cool. Yeah, Greg so was yeah, very excited. Thank you very very much. Mm-hmm. That was really awesome. But then Greg also gets some of his personal email. Well, mail. This is actual physical or mail. mail. Yeah. So I wanted to bring this one up because it's it's. Now it's just become this recurring thing. I feel like I'm being harassed by this person, but really I asked for it. And so uh, a while ago, this was months ago, I talked about how every now and then I'll turn on the Trinity Broadcasting Network because I just find it fascinating, these people that just get obsessed with over the religious shows. And so I'll watch it for a little bit. Say I, I find it fascinating. Mm-hmm. And there's this guy who has the commercials on there, Reverend Peter Popoff. Who we looked him up before. This was a while ago. He's totally corrupt. He went to jail for a while. Oh, yeah. He's just, a, I mean, the sleaze bag of the sleaze bags for this thing. And the thing that he was advertising was, you know, um, so sign up on our website and we'll send you some free holy water. And he did. And we had the whole holy water. Adam Posse was in here at one point and we rapped or sang. What did we do? We were rapping, yeah, to the, uh, to the letter that he, that he sent in. You'll just have to look that episode up. It was, it was brilliant. Oh, my God. Well, that was now, amazing. Yes. He keeps sending me things. Peter Popoff. Yes, him personally. 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 They send you these things that are personalized to you. And I just, I, I, for people who don't know what happens when you actually do respond to these things, I feel like it's my duty to share what happens. Because he has sent, he has sent me a gift. Like an actual gift. Is it more of the water? No, it's not water this time. I, I, they keep on sending me things. And so this one now that has just come, so it's a, an actual, it's a printed out letter, but it's made to look like it was uh, printed on like notebook paper with highlights. They highlight certain things. The marketing, oh, is it like the printed on highlighter that makes it look like the it's The printed highlighted? on highlighter, and yeah. then of course the printed on like handwritten things that are in the side. Like their marketing department is brilliant. With what they do. Like, they're a really good marketing department. I kind of want to hire these people for Fun Employment Radio, you know, minus the whole scamming people out of their money. Yeah. But uh, what they do is they, they seamlessly integrate the, uh, the database with my name and the address into it. So it starts off with, Dear Brother Nibbler, let me tell you what happened in one of my Brother crusades. Brother Nibbler? I was ministering in the spirit, and suddenly I felt led to give this dear lady an anointed handkerchief. I reached in my pocket to get my handkerchief, and I didn't have one, so I looked at Elizabeth, and apparently I read further on, Elizabeth is his wife, Elizabeth, and asked her if I could borrow hers, and she gave me her lady's handkerchief. When I put Elizabeth's miracle handkerchief in the lady's hand, she said she was instantly healed. 
I have read it in the Bible. I have read it again and again. Wait, I prayed about it. Wait, I, what about ma- magical lady handkerchiefs okay. in the Bible? Yes. So it's magical. So he's claiming um, that he wanted to give some lady, he doesn't specify who this lady was, some lady a handkerchief, but he didn't have one. Isn't it a handkerchief? Why do you keep saying handkerchief? Handkerchief. I don't know. It's easier. I don't know. Handkerchief. Okay. Uh, a handkerchief. Well, now everything sounds wrong. That. Handkerchief. Well, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I guess you're, you're right. Handkerchief. Um, a handkerchief. <laughs> so uh, anyway, he handed her this. I mean, I love reading about the mystical Bible lady handkerchiefs. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so he took it. It was Elizabeth's. Elizabeth, his wife, apparently has a miracle handkerchief. And he put it into this woman's hand. And the woman said she was instantly healed. But what was wrong with the woman? They do not specify what okay. was wrong with her. <laughs> they do not specify who this lady was. He was just ministering in the spirit and suddenly felt he had to give this dear lady a handkerchief. Now, he said, I have read it in the Bible. I have read it again and again. I prayed about it, and I feel that my wife, Elizabeth, and I should loan you this powerful handkerchief for a need you have in your life there in Portland, as they dub it in. As I prayed, in I, Portland. As I prayed, I felt that I am open to this door of opportunity to you. Brother Nibbler, I have been in special prayer for you and someone close to you. I was burdened about you and other certain prayer partners. Like, why are you burdened about me, dude? Oh, and I went to great too much. effort to get this miracle lady's handkerchief to you there at 4110 Southeast Hawthorne Boulevard, 207 Portland. I was very concerned while in prayer for you. I said, Jesus, you sent Brother Nibbler to my ministry. I believe you did, Lord. And I'm praying that you will send Brother Nibbler's family the same type of blessing that you sent to our dear brother McRae when he needed a healing and financial blessing. They just throw out these names. I, like, who's McRae? I don't know. Brother McRae. Anyway, it goes on and on. It's four pages long. Oh, wow. Four Is pages that both of sides? this. Uh, both sides. And what they did, they sent me a goddamn handkerchief. Oh, my God. It that looks like actual, a doily. Let like a doily it. handkerchief was sent in this thing. That they sent out in their spam. And this is the thing. They sent you an actual, like, stitched handkerchief. It's an actual stitched handkerchief that they what? send out. Like, the amount of money that they have is is ridiculous. Okay, now it keeps on going. And, and Wait, the, is this the magical handkerchief? This is the magical handkerchief. So it goes on to describe the magical I handkerchief. I they're just sending you stuff. And it says, uh, here's... here's Here's what the, they, they say about this. They say that so because uh, they, they give you the um, the special scriptures associated with this miracle handkerchief. And one of them is that so that from his body were brought unto the sick handkerchiefs or aprons and the diseases departed from them and the evil spirits went out of them. And he said, now I am obeying God and lo- blo- loaning you this blessed. And he spills out, ladies, it's really weird. L-A-D-I-E-S Bible handkerchief. Like he's, he spaces it out so you have to spell out ladies. I don't really know why. It doesn't make any sense. Huh. But this is a blessed miracle ladies handkerchief that he has loaned me. Wait, loaned you? You have to give it back? I don't know if I have to give it back or not. I mean, that's a lot of pressure. There is, um, you know, they, oh yeah, they do want me to send it back. Yes. Yeah. They, they oh, want so me to send it back. I, oh my God, because they're trying to guilt you. They're trying to guilt me. So it says, dear brother Nibbler. Oh, uh, no, this is what I'm supposed to write back. Okay, so they have this thing already filled out for me. Okay. Uh, it says, Dear Brother Popoff, thank you for having Elizabeth loan the Bible lady's handkerchief to me. <laughs> like, is it a Bible lady? Is it a handkerchief? Miracle lady? I am sending it back. I, Greg Nibbler, believe God for my miracle. I am signing my name and the name of my loved one on the Bible lady's handkerchief. Check below. And it says, I will sow a sacrificial seed of $50. Check other. I am the one. I will give $191.11. So they have these, Very these, oddly either specific $50, $191.11, or um, fill in however much you feel like you should be giving them. So that's, that's what it is. It's just so weird. No, that's so that's some fuckery right there. Isn't it strange? No, I mean that's awful because probably some you know sad old person is going to get this and they're like, oh, I have to mail back my handkerchief because I promised I would. Yeah, yeah. Those, they're trying they're to like guilt me and like, oh, they ma- loaned me his handkerchief. That's Elizabeth's handkerchief. I got to get it back to her. You know, and that's and that's what they try to guilt these people into sending them money. 
Oh my god, that's just sad. I don't like that. Uh, <gasps> oh, that's good. Okay, I'm looking here in the live chat. Funemploymentradio.com slash live. Six ninety nine a month. First week is free. Great way to support Fun Employment Radio, and we thank you if you can do that. Um, <laughs> Keelan says, fucking brother, nib- hashtag brother nibbler. Yeah, they, they say brother nibbler so many times in these. Uh, Carrie's asking, do they have like a thousand plus of these? They must. They must have they tons must of have them. They must have more than a thousand. They, yeah. yeah, they must have, yeah, thousands of them. Because this no. is all from one time. One time I put my name in there just to see if they would send me the holy water. And this is, I don't even know how many things I've gotten from there at this point. Like, I don't know how many times they've sent they're me They're really up in the ante. Oh, yeah. Mr. I wonder what says, they're going to send you next. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what comes next. Like a personal appearance? Um, <laughs> this fuckery should be illegal. They don't even lose money on these because dumb fucks actually send them back. It's true. Uh, this Mr. Is, Jenkins this says, blow your up. nose in it and send it back. <laughs> 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 yeah. There, there's, <laughs> there seriously is. Like, uh, this, is, this is what they said to me. And this is what they want me to send back with money. So I don't know. Should I send it back and see what happens? No. Or just just wait to see what the next gift is going to be. Yeah, just wait to see. Okay. No, they're awful people. Oh no, they're terrible people. I just want to know. I mean, now unless I you wanna... do something to no, it. No, they are terrible. Now I'm not going to do something. Well, or no, suggestions ew. that I could do something, but. Um, oh yeah, they even have people put some, like tuna fu- fish in it or something, and then. Okay, this is kind of fucked up. They want people. They even have a pre a card here already filled out. If you're using a credit card, please complete the following information. They want you to write down physically all of your credit card information with your secret code and your month and date. They've got like a form that you can just fill out and and put that back in the mail and like deliver that in the mail with all of your credit card information on it. Wow, that's oh, that's nefarious. That's not cool. No, none of it is cool, Greg. None no, of it none is of cool. it is. None of it is very cool. No. Um, but yeah, this is what uh, this is what we're at. So the Peter Popoff Ministries have sent me this handkerchief gift. So that's where we're at right now. No, it isn't even a gift. They loaned you. Oh yeah, they loaned it to me. They loaned it. They to loaned you. it to me. Yeah, yeah. That's so. not even yours to keep, brother Nibla. I wonder if they're going to start sending you things to like uh, remind you to send back the handkerchief. I don't know. You know, I, maybe, maybe. Um, let's see. Uh, Edward is saying. Uh, I think you should send it back with a handwritten letter explaining your dire financial situation. That'll probably encourage them more to send me things to try to get out of my, you know, dire financial situation by giving them more money. Oh, boy. Mm. Yeah, because supporting them is going to help you with your finances. Uh Mm Uh-huh. Absolutely. Well, I mean, he says right here, God told him to with his miracle lady's Bible handkerchief. Yeah, Keelan's saying this uh, should send them to jail. Yes. Well, I mean, mean, he's been been to jail jail, so many times. So I, I would think soliciting old people's because that's who they're targeting soliciting old people's actual credit card numbers to have them write, physically write that down and return that in the mail I mean that's shady as fuck mm-hmm. so I don't know that's where they're at right now so there we go Peter Popoff still an asshole yep I will let you know what happens uh, for whatever my next gift is going to be mm-hmm. like they're just going to keep upping the ante at this point like where does it go from a, from a lady's handkerchief what else is he going to send me Yo, I'm looking at the. He just looks like a bad person. Oh, he's a bad person. Yeah. Oh, very oh, his creepy, bad. Creepy, shiny face. Mm-mm, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are terrible, terrible people. Let's see. You should uh, see just how much you could get them to act on you. He kind of looks like a potato with dentures. Peter Popoff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's he is an awful, awful person. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's where it's at right now. This is what is happening. I don't expect that they're going to stop sending me things either. Like, I'm kind of guessing this is going to be going for a while. Yeah, I'm looking at this. People are still, like, currently writing uh, articles about how, how, what an awful person he is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And how he didn't learn his lesson and then is just starting again. Yeah. To try and get as much money from old people as he possibly can. That's pretty much what it is. Mm-hmm. So there we go. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, should we do uh, some ball talk? Yeah, I potpourri think we show here. Oh, yeah. bouncing around. We do have a update, too, for your predictions. What do you mean? On how many you were uh, correct at this weekend. I, I'm not even sure what you're talking about. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right. A couple of things in ball talk. Um, since last week, you know, got kind of uh, discombobulated with the sickness and the plague that's going around Portland. By the way, if you're in Portland, you probably have the plague or know somebody who has had it. Because there's been this horrible oh, sickness yeah. going around you everywhere. You either just got over it or you're getting it or you're in the middle of it. Yeah. Pretty much. Everybody's had, like, Everyone. almost every single person I know. And usually I don't get these things Yep, when they go around. Everybody's had it. I mean, there are very few people that 
got away without it. I thought I was going to, and then it got me. Anyway, you're welcome. Because of all that, <laughs> yeah. Uh, ball talk last week. I didn't get to cover some things. I didn't say congratulations to the Portland Thorns, the women's soccer team here in Portland, who won their second championship last weekend for the National Women's Soccer League. Portland Ooh. Thorns winning the championship. So congratulations to them. Also, the Portland Timbers finished out yesterday and are now the number one team in the Western Conference heading into the playoffs. So they are the number one seed. So higher than the Sounders. Yes, Sounders were number two. Yeah. Vancouver Whitecaps finished three. So all of the Northwest basically dominates the Western Conference. And, uh, And so, yeah, the Sounders will skip the first round of the playoffs. They get to do that with a bye because they... Uh, finished in the top two seeds, while the rest of the other four outside of uh, Portland and Seattle have to fight each other to okay. see who gets to play the two of them. scrappy. Yeah, so it'll be later this month. I believe the first game is in November. I'll have to double-check that. I'm going to say it as a question mark. I'm just going to leave it there. Sure. Just an upward, upward inflection. inflection. And maybe we can just let you know. You can figure it out. All right. Moving on to ball talk. Um, let's see. Oh, just a quick update for some... Uh, it's a little plumpery of balls. I've, I've got just a couple of things here that I wanted to get to. And uh, one of them is this in the NBA. The NBA, Sarah. The NBA. NBA is uh, in full swing now as the season has started. The Golden State Warriors are 1-2, and two, which is funny. Uh, also, the Phoenix Suns have fired their head coach. As of yesterday, three games into the season because the Phoenix Suns' first game of the season, they lost by 48 points to the Trailblazers, the largest opening night blowout in NBA history. Mm. Blazers actually on the delivering side of that one. And then uh, two nights later for the Phoenix Suns' third game, they lost by, I think it was 52 points to the Clippers. So losing by that many points <laughs> in two, uh, two out of your three opening games, generally speaking, that's going to get you fired. And it did. So Earl Watson was fired. Now, on top of that, they pretty much cleaned out most of the staff. Um, But their star player, who's probably the the best player on their team, Eric Bledsoe, posted on Twitter, and this was yesterday, I don't want to be here. Posted that. Now, this is a player who's under contract for the NBA and uh, and posted, I don't want to be here. Wow. That is what they posted on Twitter. That can be, you can actually get fined for that kind of thing. I would imagine you would be. But now, uh, I guess they had a meeting today and he went home and did not practice with the team. So it sounds like they're going to, he's going to be traded pretty soon. Yeah. They're just going to get him out of there. So, which usually, that's not how that works. You're not always going to get a trade, but I don't think they want him there either. So anyway, Phoenix Suns are a giant dumpster fire. (laughs) Um... Let's see. We'll go to this final thing in ball talk, and, and we'll just make it a short ball talk. For no, but time. we do also have to touch on something from this weekend. Uh, we'll see if we have time. We absolutely We're kind of running time. low on time. No, not really uh, at all. I've made this proclamation before, and I just want to double down on this. Someday, I want to go to a Buffalo Bills game in Buffalo so I can hang out in their parking lot beforehand. Oh, yeah. You want to do the tailgater? Their tailgaters are legendary. Deadspin.com has entire sections devoted to Buffalo Bills stories of their tailgaters. A lot of it involves uh, public sex. Um, There's a lot of that that apparently goes on. A lot of they just Buffalo Bills fans like to get drunk and get it on in public in the parking lot. Uh, They also they also like to break things. Um, there are fights that do happen, but mm-hmm. it doesn't sound like fights are a big part of it. Mainly, they just like to get fucked up and and hump it out. And hump it out. That's that sounds like what they do. And, but the breaking things is a big part of it. There was a video that came out over this weekend where they they'd like to set up like cardboard tables and then jump on them and break them, and that's oh. just apparently something that they do. Why I don't know cardboard or like what do you mean? Like, well, like uh, what would you like? A, oh, like the like big a folding, like folding table. tables. Yeah, yeah, okay. And like like kind of like a wrestler, and then like, like the plywood jump. ones a little bit. Kind, not yeah. plywood though, not like that, that hard. But then jump off of a car and jump onto it to break it. And this weekend there was a video of they set something on fire on top of the table, and then this gentleman in a Buffalo Bills jersey, I say gentleman, it's just like it's. The whole a drunken idiot. Drunken idiot. The whole uh, parking lot near them is just like haphazardly parked cars and like red cups everywhere on the ground. <laughs> and this guy jumps onto this thing, barrels onto it, breaks it, but falls into whatever is burning on there and sets himself on fire. Of course. So his jersey is burning, and then you just see him rolling around on the ground like, ah, ah. 
and while people are dumping beer on him to put the fire out. Oh, boy. I don't think the, the guy was hurt, but he is an idiot. There are also over 100 calls to emergency services during the Buffalo game associated with what's going on in the parking lot. Uh, most of it has to do with, I think, stuff like that. There were there were a couple of idiots that tried to drive off drunk. So apparently this couple were getting ready to leave the parking lot, and the guy backed up and hit a, another car. So no, nobody was hurt, but hit the other car. And I guess they got out. The, the guy was driving. The, the guy and the female got out, switched sides so she could drive, and then she tried to take off. Oh, boy. And they pulled her over because he didn't make it very far. And uh, the police pulled her over because they had already been called. And uh, they both ended up getting DUIs. Genius. <laughs> because not only was he, naturally, he was the driver. They already knew that. And so he got busted. But she was also way over the limit. Just slightly less than him. Oh, boy. So they They're both just got in it together. Uh, in it together. That's a, that's a happy, happy couple right there. And that is what's going on. Either way, I still want to go to this thing. Yeah. Oh, I know. I can see it. I will not eyes. drive. I do, I do not condone the driving part. No, no, no. But I want to watch idiots jump onto tables on fire. You'd probably be one of the idiots jumping onto the table. Uh, I'm not that, you know... No, I think I'm that you'd like fully... I think that you'd fully commit, though, if you yeah. get to have the tailgate experience. I could see you jumping on the table. Well, I did have the story a couple of weeks ago where Shooter McGavin uh, was just down there oh, hanging out. Just walking around, hanging out, drinking beer at random people's parties. I mean, Shooter McGavin's doing it? No. I think I could do it. Anyway, there we go. So that's that's where we're at with that. Oh, but in honor of that, mm-hmm. in honor of that, I almost forgot. I know everybody would have been very upset with me. You know one of the things that I do love here on Fun Appointment Radio. Oh, no. It's playing the songs of the people, Sarah. There the are pe- songs of the people? The songs of the people, the fans of these teams. And there is a Buffalo woman. That's a weird way to say it, too. A Buffalo woman by the name of Jenny Fagan. And Jenny Fagan likes to write songs about the Bills and then put them to the tunes of... so bad. She's thinking about New Era's their stadium. Oh my god. (laughs) It's so bad. Okay. 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 That's enough. (laughs) This woman puts out songs like every week, every uh, almost every week. Jenny Fagan, Buffalo Bills fan, Buffalo girl, right here on Fun Employment Radio. That also, concludes this no, edition no, no, of Ball Talk. Not yet, not oh, yet. Out of time. Sorry, we've got to go. And Greg's predictions for this weekend: the Cougs did not coog it. And Greg was zero for three. Zero for three. Good predicting, Greg. Real good job. Technically, there. I mean, if you yeah, technically do you do it by Vegas standards. Yeah, you can't even. That won't even work. All right. So, what did you want to do for this last part? Because I do have the Bigfoot thing, or should we save it for tomorrow? That should be saved for tomorrow. Okay. That should definitely be saved for tomorrow. I think because uh, you have you have a. Like further information about what's going on with our with the big. I guy? sure do. Remember last time we left it off when uh, he was hiding in the tree, and then he saw Junior. As he called him, yes, that's right. As he called him, yeah. Junior. I think we should do a full, full. Uh, okay, because I already copied. And I already have it copied and pasted, just in case it disappears. Okay. You know, would be such a terrible thing if the we quality writing. Yeah, I mean, this is the kind of thing you know. <laughs> it's a when you know. Do you remember when kind of thing? Do you remember like, when? Were you there? Yeah, like I remember the first time that I heard this tale because clearly this is going to be like I think what this guy's going to happen, going to happen, and this is this dude who's been writing this continuing story of the first time he saw Bigfoot. Oh yeah. Um, obviously, there's going to be a movie at some point. Of course. Probably starring Matt Damon is who I'm kind of picturing mm-hmm. playing this character. 
Um, yeah, I think he probably fancies himself a Matt Damon I think he's type. a Matt Damon type. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, yeah. so he's been dragging it on. So it's still going, by the way. It's still oh. going. Uh, he keeps uh, putting pauses in it because he said that he was working at the hospital. Then he was in the hospital. Then he got pneumonia. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, then it was almost. Then he almost got double pneumonia. Well, we'll have to give like a recap and then we continue will. on with the story we tomorrow. Will. And then some people started to try and call him out because they're like, "Hey, listen, man, you keep saying that you're going to update this. You're not doing it." And so he got sassy. People are getting. Sad. It's just a real big kerfuffle in the Bigfoot community right well, now. The bottom line is, you have the update, and we'll do it tomorrow. <sighs> okay. We will get everybody caught. I was up just today. giving you an update for the update, Greg. An update for the update. Okay, so we shall. Let you know what's going on with that. Tomorrow. Oh, Halle Berry would totally be in the movie. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yes, she would. Yeah. Yeah, she's got to be. She'd totally be his girlfriend, like because she his girlfriend was totally there the whole time because he like super totally for real has a girlfriend. Definitely got to have Halle Berry in it. All right. What Send is us an email? Does she still act? Yes, I'm sure she does. She's still hot. I can tell you that. That's I don't. You're so creepy. I mean, am I wrong? Is Halle Berry not a beautiful woman? She's a beautiful woman, but the way that you said that was just kind of cringy. What should I say? She's hideous. You say whatever you want. That gross Halle Berry. Ew. Okay. I'm assuming she's still acting. Um, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Tickets on sale now at pdxpodfestival.com. pdxpodfestival.com. Get your tickets Pick to- them up today. Come hang out with us because we do... There is a limit to how many we can sell, so once they're gone, they're gone. So. Yeah, please pick them up so get them. now. Get them early and, uh, and get, just get that so that way you're all set and good to go for December 2nd at the Hawthorne Theater. And uh, there's still more things that we haven't even announced that are going to be going on with this. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's some other big stuff that's happening. It's going to be a really big night. So this is a, a good way to support Portland Podcasts and, uh, and Fun Apartment Radio. And, you know, we're excited about this venture. Mm. So we really would love to see everybody come down and hang out with us. Yeah. 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 Uh, one of the shows that's going to be part of that is... The Well-Adjusted Gamer, one of the shows here from the Fun Employment Radio Network, and I was a guest on their, the episode that he put up last week. Oh. So you can check that out. Just go to our website, funemploymentradio.com, and you can click on the Well-Adjusted Gamer link. We've got all the podcasts there on the right-hand side, all the, the amazing ones that are here are part of our network, and you can click on, uh, click on that and hear me talk about uh, the games that I've been playing, and then uh, we talk about a bunch of other things, too. I talk You're about my, my game addictions. Yes, okay. That's true. You have game addictions, I have mac and cheese addictions. We're a real, real hot mess in here. We're doing real good. Yep. You're a hot mess. All right. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. We will be back tomorrow with more FunEmploymentRadio.com. Bye, friends. Bye. 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 What's Rick up to? (laughs) You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. 